Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car our advice, you could go far up and we make mistakes and talk about our sexy dates it's getting hard for this to rhyme just as well because it's bed hopping time <laughs> hello and welcome to episode 34 of the bed hoppers podcast my name is mr h i'm mrs h Welcome. If you're new, uh, we talk about our adventures in the lifestyle. And in this episode, we're going to be talking a bit about Desire Again. It's our third Desire podcast, maybe even our fourth. Desire Again. Desire Again. <laughs> yeah, but back to Desire. Yeah, it sounds like um, a weird Enigma soundtrack from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I think... There's going to be some weird chanting. There might be. I think we went to a house party and they were playing that one. Exactly in the background. That. Yeah, it yeah. was like sex, sex music again. noise. Yeah. Again, again. So we, again and again and again and again. So this is, I think, our final Desire episode for now. And <laughs> Everyone's like, thank fuck. Yeah, thank God. But it's, it's split into two parts, this episode. Yes. Not two different episodes. No. No, no. It's, part it's, one and part deux. <laughs> Hot shots, part deux. Yeah. I yeah. was just showing off with French then. Really? Yeah. Oui. Everything sounds more posh and fancy if you say it in French. Does it? Mm-hmm. No. Exactly. See? Exactly. Everything's like way more posh now. Camembert. <laughs> <laughs> so in this episode, we're going to be talking a bit about desire talking a mm. bit about our emotional state of play what we thought was it value for money that kind of stuff that's going to be the first half of this episode and the second one is going to be uh, a club review yay because in this season i guess would you call it a season what christmas no yeah, season of bed hoppers you <laughs> dick bag you can't call your wife a dick bag yeah you dick bag you can't call her a dick bag twice <laughs> yeah you dick there's bag. no coming back from that <laughs> Like, ever. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm out of poking distance, which is good. Mm. Mm. Anyways, um, we're going to talk about a uh, club that we went to, sex club, and yes. in this season uh, of Bed Hoppers, and by that, we, we mean the third one, third season, season <laughs> yeah. three, we're considering this. We're in the 30s. You, you made us sound like some sort of sitcom now, but yeah. Well, right. we are some sort of sitcom, I'm sure. Or some sort of drama. Yeah, so we're going to be trying to review uh, sex clubs around the UK. Yes. So we've been to a couple, uh, some of which we've never been, we ain't not been before. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk a bit about that in our second part. Cool. Yeah, which is kind of nice. So the desire chat. Hmm. So, yeah, and I think it's interesting that the emotional output we've got from desire when we came back has probably now changed a little bit after a few weeks of reflection. I think so. I think... I think it was quite an interesting place to go mm. to, and we had some ups and we had some downs with it. I and loved those ups and downs. <laughs> and some more ups and some more downs <laughs> and some more ups and more downs. We certainly had plenty of ups. Yeah. I, I, to be fair, I think overall, I had a really good time at Desire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think if I was to reflect back, actually, the positives far outweigh any negatives that we encountered. How many nachos out of town would you give it? <laughs> 
A nacho is rated out of 10. Yeah, why not? Could you ever have just 10 nachos? No, of course not. Well, there we go. It's a moot point. <laughs> how many tequilas out of time to give it? Well, neither you nor I drink tequila. Ah, okay. <laughs> how many mezcals out of seven would we have? <laughs> All right. Fair enough. We won't rate it with nachos and mezcals then. Or tequilas. Well, mezcal is tequila. Well, it is, but yeah, not all well, tequila is mezcal. It's a sipping tequila. Well, all right. It's far more palatable than its um, its burning kind of sensation of normal tequila. The burning sensation of mm. normal tequila. Yeah. Okay. Just Fine. tastes like heartburn. Well, I think we're we're diverting once again. Yeah. Let's get back to the root question. <laughs> Did we have a good time at Desire? Yes. Yes, I think it's a resounding yes. Yes. If yes. someone said, "How yes. was your holiday?" <laughs> I hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> if someone said, how was your holiday? And I don't mean from um, just a general vanilla perspective of how was your holiday? If someone just generally said, holistically, how would you feel about that holiday you had? I think overall, I would say I really enjoyed it. Yes, I, I agree. I think we made some great connections. Mm-hmm. We made some great friends. Um, overall, we had um, a good balance of us time and sexy time definitely we made some good decisions around taking ourselves off for a few days beforehand yeah that paid off i think that really paid off um i think there was some stuff we didn't handle as well yeah and in true bed hopper style we we weren't quite so cool and we, we talked a bit about that on the podcast um and i think we didn't give some people the the attention they probably warranted but i think over in fact that's been mostly my biggest regret actually I agree. We've, um, I think we were so focused on not fucking up uh, ourselves, <laughs> like falling out with each other or mm. getting stupidly drunk or face palming or, or all those silly trivial things that I think we, we, we gave some kind of credence to earlier around the trivial things mm. actually appelled into insignificance really because yeah. the bits that we did want to go back and revisit and maybe do differently are actually those emotional connections yeah i'd agree i think that if you look back at what we were worried about was getting naked it was are we going to be liked uh, are we going to fit in are we going to are enjoy we it drunk yeah oh, yeah and, and the reality was getting naked so not an issue nope. for, for us for either of us and and you know in a rare twist of events i was naked before you were I know. Um, so, I, you know, I just jumped right into it. And that that was fine. I had no problems with that. Um, was the music to our tastes? Not really, but there was plenty of entertainment matter. and it didn't matter. <laughs> did we fit in? I think I think we did okay. Yeah. Uh, did Were people interested? Yes. Yeah. Which was good. Did we meet lovely people? Yes. Absolutely. And I think really, the as you say, the, the worst thing that happened really was that, that we... Um, focused a bit too much on ourselves and our big or my my big regret is that we've come away not connecting with some people or um and even people that we spoke to for five ten minutes um we just didn't didn't follow up yeah there's a few people i would i really wish we'd managed to track down and spend a bit of time with yeah i agree and i think it was a bit difficult because by the time you've built those connections and started to mm. get you into your stride of chatting to people and whatever, it's time to go. Yeah. So I think next time, and that may answer a question <laughs> itself, if we were to go... Ooh, spoiler alert. Well, it might be that, that we'd probably be a bit more at ease with ourselves turning up and probably be able to jump into the saddle a little bit quicker in terms of and saying And devote a bit more time, I think, to the, the, the bigger piece, which was all about 
um, spending more time just getting to know people rather than faffing around worrying about ourselves. Yeah, I think so, and I think that w- that would really help us out actually. Um, and the other thing is is that we uh, the whole process of actually getting to know people online, I think overall was really useful. Definitely, it really helped us, and I think. Would we go, I think my question to you, Mrs. H, is would we go if it wasn't a takeover of some sort? What would it be like to go to a regular mm. date? And and obviously we don't really know the answer as to what it's like at a regular Because we don't have that comparison. No. However, I think my gut feeling is telling me I would rather actually go where I've had a chance to make some uh online or offline connections with people and build some of those relationships before we get there yeah i'm not convinced i would like to just go there just as us two and not know who was going Mm. because i actually quite liked all the build-up and the relationship building beforehand that was part of the fun for me Mm. what about a group of friends though yeah a group of friends could work that could work quite well couldn't it i think you could you could i think if you have a few people there it certainly would help yeah i think my worry would be you just guarantee to have a good time if you know you're already going to get on with a bunch of people. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think the other thing is is that um, obviously if you just rock up at any point, you don't know what you're walking into, and it could be yeah. a, a nudist group of people, mostly nudist, mm. or it could be no swingers at all, or and you'll still get have a nice holiday, and you'll still have a very sexy atmosphere, and it'll still be good, I'm sure, and the service and the hotel itself will still be great. But would you make the most of it? Yeah. And you I could think, have a better time, I think. So my, my recommendation would, would be to definitely go along with a either a podcast group or a takeover or something mm. like that. I think there are some um, a, a few small minor caveats to that that you probably need to be aware of is that I think that those sort of environments um, do encourage a, a, a quite a touchy-feely atmosphere, mm-hmm. I think, by the very nature and I think you just need to be a bit mindful of that. And I think generally, on the whole, people are respectful. But as we've talked about, that wasn't always the case. Yeah, so you just need to go uh, with that in mind that you need to maybe just reaffirm your boundaries. and. Yeah, and I think as long as you do that, you'll be Ensure you make it fine. clear with people mm. where you stand. I think that's really important. And I think it wouldn't hurt to brush up on some of those things in your head or with mm. your chats with your partner before you go just to make sure you're mm. all in the same place and you know what you're going to do if that happens. I don't think it's uh, necessarily going to happen. Because it's just, in the likelihood, with it being very, very busy, you're going to encounter more and more people, and that increases your risk of people mm. who are going to take advantage. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that, the same is true of any environment of this sort, and we found exactly the same in lifestyle clubs and parties, so it's, it's a tough, tough balance to get. Would, would you consider it to be value, good value? Well, it's a lot of cash that you're putting out for that holiday. Mm, it is, isn't it? Now, part of the reason it was so expensive is partly because we booked at a point where there wasn't much left in the way of availability and we, we kind of had no choice but to get um, one of the sort of better rooms, if you like, which was nice, but equally, it's not cheap. No. So we had no opportunity to take advantage of some of the sort of Black Friday or you know, secret sales that went on earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of limited as to what we, we could where we could make savings. Yeah, I agree. But that said, it gave us an amazing holiday. Yeah, because and we an amazing really room. did have an amazing room. Yeah. 
How many bathrooms does it have? Oh my God, two. (laughs) (laughs) We paid extra for lights in the wardrobe, as we well know. And, you know, in hindsight, that's amazing because we did have a premium experience because we had a premium room. Yes. And that's amazing. However, it all adds to the cost. I think it does. I think the other thing is because we booked quite late or had to wait quite late before we could book them, uh, the flights cost us quite a lot. So coming from the UK, it's a good, what, 11-hour flight, something like that? Yeah, so we had to shell out for some costly flights there as well. And by the time you take into account the flights... Mm. And then the transfers, and then the because they're they're all what sort of fifty fifty dollars yeah, to get to, and then getting to and from airports that yeah. kind of thing. It all adds up. So that all stacks up. The other thing that that ended up being a lot more expensive, and it depends on how much you go into it, were the costumes. So you, you can you can probably make a lot of this stuff at home if you want, or if you're if you're so inclined, mm. or you can go to town with what you pick up. And I think you know we we did a bit of a, a, a mix and match with of using existing things that we had, but also purchasing some new things and new items we got into a bit of a a frenzy i think in the last couple of weeks where we just went oh my god we haven't quite got these costumes finished let's just go nuts and buy whatever we need to do dead nuts (laughs) (laughs) but we did we got ourselves into a bit of a a flap and and decided to just chuck some money at things just because we didn't want to be the weaker links there with like inadequate costumes and in hindsight we really didn't need to do that no, we didn't, but I think... We've got some great costumes for the future, though. We do, but I think we really enjoyed the costume bit once we got into the swing of it. We absolutely <laughs> did, but what I would say is I, I don't think we we needed to have gone quite so in-depth. No, perhaps not, but I think, you know, as our first time there, I think it was it oh. was good fun to enter the spirit of it. I think next time I'd probably be a little bit um, cleverer about the costumes and probably pick some stuff that's yeah. a little bit... Um, Easier, lighter, and um, smaller on the clothing, perhaps. Definitely lighter. Yeah, and less boiling to deathy. Yeah. Technical term. But you live and learn, and, and you're right. We didn't want to go and get there and then kind of think, why on earth didn't we put a bit more effort in? Mm. So, And it's all an investment for the future. But in terms of your question, was it value for money? I think that kind of holiday, you're not going to be able to just stroll into a travel agent and say, hey here's my money, I want to go here. Mm. You have to really tailor-make it to make it what you want it to be. It's a bespoke kind of holiday. Well, we certainly found that, didn't we? Yeah. I think... Certainly coming from the UK anyway, I don't know. There may be differences with our friends across the pond, but certainly we had to tailor-make that holiday and that really added to the cost of it. Well, I think it not only added to the cost, but it added to your worry. Yeah. And you were really worried about the transfers, about everything... To be fair, come the end of it, it wasn't that wasn't half as bad as we thought it no, was going to be. Really we could have wasn't. probably just jumped in a taxi, not jumped in a taxi, but organised the transport there and then taxied the rest of the way and we'd have mm-hmm. been absolutely fine. But... You it, don't know, do you? You just don't yeah. know. And now that we've been, if we were to go again, I would probably just organise a simple transport there, probably taxi it back to the yeah, thing. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know whether I would do that a couple of days before. I think that did help us, but it does add to the cost quite a bit. It does it helped us because it was our first trip mm. and i don't regret it no and plus we need a little bit of time together going so into something like that in future maybe we just do a couple of days in advance yeah like a day and, and a night maybe just to get the... over the flight really mm. and just adjust the time zone difference because that's mm. quite quite substantial for us but other than that i thought actually the value and this is where I think the podcasting takeover and everything does help, mm. is because you are going there, you're going into a bunch of people who are generally interested in playing 
or at least more of that mindset than a random day. Mm. I think it does focus everything up. You do get uh, more activities in there, which helps you introduce yourself to different people and get acquainted with different mm. people. So I think overall, that's that's probably where I'd, I would would aim. It gives you a week a bit of structure. It does. It gives you some bits to look forward to and... You don't have to do all of it. It's not mandatory, but it's nice to have that option and have some organised kind of structure if you want it. Yeah, and I think there were some really nice little touches that that, that actually were, were quite good. So certainly when we rocked up and we got given a little um, care bag from, yeah. you know, C&D and really the Joneses, it made us feel welcome. It mm-hmm. had, um, you know, had some cock rings and sunglasses mm-hmm. and all sorts of cool little items that were just a nice touch well i think it promotes that sense of community as well it does that you're all kind of there for a a common theme and you all kind of want to go and have a nice time together so it really does like really promotes that and i like the fact that it promotes it all in a really positive way yeah that was that was really cool so the big question is then would you go again (laughs) i would definitely definitely go on a holiday like that again Mm -hmm. um part of me wants to experience um something a little bit different in terms of i've been to that one and now i want to see what else there is that's you know maybe riviera maya because i'm really keen to just not um not have exactly the same experience again Mm. that's all and i just want to know what else there is i mean equally i would consider other options like their sort of cruises maybe or Mm -hmm. um different parts of the world i'm i'm really keen to kind of experience a holiday like that but just not replicate it because i want to experience different type i think so and i think um i would definitely go again yeah uh i would um i'd like to experience the other the other resort Mm. um it would be interesting to see what what other people and other takeovers are like so i don't know i think we're just gonna have to see what happens next year i think so have to see what what next year brings see what what money comes in (laughs) at some point as well because these things aren't cheap at all they're really not and um you know, money's not always on the table, so no. so you've got to make the most of it. I think for me, I I, I like the whole thing. I I think there were some little bits that we've spoken about that that didn't. There were a little bit of a bump in the road for us, but overall, mm. it would be good to 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 try that again. And I think we'd probably be a bit more confident with how we went about ourselves, and mm. and actually, we'd probably get more out of it a second time rather than being so worried about it. And I think I'd probably be quite excited. Because we, we were excited, and we were exci- but we were, I think we were more excited to meet people that we were mm-hmm. talking to and things like that, rather than mm. going there and, 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 and experiencing the resort and things. I think a real positive for me, though, was that um, I think it was good for us, because one of my biggest fears was, what if one of us has a wobble? One, mm. What if one of us isn't okay, it's too much, or too immersive, or or we don't read some signals correctly? It's a big thing to get your head around, and... Obviously, we're going far away from home. It's not like we're just popping out to a club and if we have a wobble, we can go home and talk about it. Mm. So You're I was right in the middle of it. Right. I was a little bit worried that something would happen and some jealousy would strike or, or something wouldn't be quite right. And what would we do? But actually, we didn't. We had a tremendous time as a couple, which mm. was really important that we both came away from all our experiences on the same page yeah. together and stronger. Yeah. And that's really, really important. We enjoyed it together as a couple without any belligerent drunken wobbles. No, <laughs> I'm looking at myself here, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's there's a few things that we probably would try if we did go back. So 
One is the workshop for you. <laughs> because if you've bitched about it once, you've bitched about it a hundred hey, times. Hey, you're the one who's always on about fairness. <laughs> I am all about, on about but fairness. But you've insisted my yoni did not go without its attention. So. Your, your yoni was well served, my dear. <laughs> well served throughout the course of, of, of that week. <laughs> but particularly when the uh, classes were going on. <laughs> I think it would be, be nice to do that. Uh, I think actually the mix of people that we had there was was really good yeah it was and awesome. it was and i you know it was so many nice uh people that we'd spoken to mm. friends that we'd met online through the chats that the um that the hosts had organized that was really cool but i don't think you'll ever get that the quite that level that those that group of podcasters mm. and friends and mix and, and stuff again which which is a shame because i think it was a really nice yeah really nice group and a really nice um set of people so emotionally mm. where are you um, well, when I came back um, for the first week, emotionally, it was just really strange going from that environment to just back to normality and trying to adjust. It was actually oh, yeah. incredibly difficult. And I know that's the same for any holiday to some extent because you've, you've been on holiday and you've been doing nothing for two weeks. But it was incredibly difficult to just not have that constant flow of interaction with like-minded people every day mm-hmm. it was a real shock to the system coming back to reality so emotionally actually that kicks you in the gut a bit it does doesn't it it really does you're, you're used to just having a little bit of a kind of routine going on you meet the nice people every day you do your little circuit of the pool you have some breakfast you go do your thing and then you you kind of get into your your vibe of right costumes yeah and when we came back, we didn't have that. No, that was quite strange. And it was really odd emotionally not to keep having those sort of interactions and conversations with people every day. Mm. So there was that. Uh, emotionally, as you say, there was a little bit of fallout as well that we didn't maybe handle some of those interactions as well as we would have liked. So again, that kind of sits with you a little bit, doesn't it? And makes you reflect and think, oh, was I the best I could have been? Could I have been different could I have been more aware of myself and aware of other people and maybe just been a nicer person I don't know I think I mean and this is this has hung over me a, a bit since since mm. we left really I think it was it was difficult because we we had the a bit of a double whammy both one with this this interaction that hadn't gone as well as we'd, we'd hoped but also with the fact that we'd had this whole situation um about about my granddad, yeah. which we talked about on our last podcast, uh, and and coupled that with the saying goodbye to people, having got that routine and made those friends, and knowing that they live halfway across the fucking planet, yeah, or the other side of the difficult. planet, that was a real kick in the balls. And mm. you know, I, I didn't it didn't realise the impact of that until I got got back to home. And there's the excitement of getting home and, and seeing the dog and, and being in your own bed. And that's always wonderful and being able to breathe oh, again. that's lovely. And it was nice to get back and have those levels of normality. And that, that was great. But I think the missing my friends, uh, or our friends, uh, they're also your friends, you know. Can I show your friends? You, you can that's share That's what we friends. do, right? We yeah, share we share our friends. Now. Yeah, we share everything now. <laughs> um, so missing my friends, uh, and I think... I've dwelled a lot on on that that sort of odd experience actually, and it's it for a while it started to sort of overwhelm me because mm-hmm. it really changed some relationships that we've had with people, and I think that's been a real tough thing for me to get my head around, and um, 
it's been a real shame actually and I, I think you know I'm hoping that we've we've turned a corner on that and that we've started to mend that in the right way but but it actually clouded some of the really great things that happened mm. on, on on the holiday or the vacation for our chums in other other places so the the great and, and we built some amazing connections and honestly there's people I miss say just just that we said hello to every day you know and, and just to not call out everybody, but like Naughty and Rocket, seeing them every day, seeing the Naughty Escapades guys or the other Naughty people, <laughs> uh, the hot couple that we've talked about a few times, um, you know, Bradford and Angela, the connection we had with them was incredible. So all that stuff was fantastic. C&D, mm. it was all great. But this this odd moment just just took over that when we got back. And well, I found it's, myself it's, you're right it's true because you go away and you often dwell more on the negative things because actually that's what sticks in your head more isn't it yeah and it, it does overshadow the sort of positive things that you've you've had earlier but when I look back and actually think about the great times hmm. I mean it, it 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 was amazing and you know we've spoken about so much of that and you know just just the little moments like people coming to say goodbye to you or the uh someone turning up in a rabbit costume mm-hmm. uh, or, uh, those little tiny or, or mario party or whatever it might be um actually actually sold everything to me it, it made the whole experience worthwhile and i think if i could if i could recapture any of that or if there was the, the not the promise but the um the prospect of having some of that again mm-hmm. i i think i'd go back in a heartbeat I think it it would only really be money time and and the fear of fucking up again that would prevent me from 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 doing a similar sort of thing. Yeah, I no, think. I agree. Um, but you know, I, it, it's it's a difficult one. So I think you know we're, we're having a look at our finances. We're having a look at our time available mm. for next year, and and it, it's it's actually quite sad because we've made so many friends that we want to go see now that we we're actually having to pick and choose a little bit which is horrible well there's only so much time and money and and, and yeah, and, yeah. And, and things you can do and you only get so much leave at work and it's so and, far away <laughs> and yeah everyone's so bloody far away everyone needs to come to the right, UK everyone come to the UK yeah, we, to... we know it's really shit and we keep talking about the bad weather but it's we're here so. yeah we're here <laughs> we, we've got one spare bedroom and a front room Woo. Yeah, the uh, they actually have things called hotels here, so it's fine. Oh, uh, that's true. And we have an arcade <laughs> machine in the kitchen, so um, someone can always be playing, <laughs> and that's fine. Um, so yeah, so I think for for me, I I really loved the experience, uh, I th- especially now that I've got past that difficult moment that I've spoken yeah. about. At least I think so, and uh, and and I just really, I think you know, if if you're gonna go. You take the risk, obviously. You do mm. take some risk going, but if you can capture any of that that awesome part that that we've talked about, then it's absolutely worth it for me. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. All the percents. <laughs> All the percents. All the percents. And you know what I what I love about this lifestyle as a whole, and it really is. It, it can be a shining example of that. Is some of those friends, you know, we talk to every other day, every day. We've skyped pretty much. Yeah, most of them by now. It's and and that's the good thing. Yeah. At least we do have the capacity to stay in touch with these people. Yeah, and that's true, and that does help. But it, 
But the fact is, we we didn't know those people from Adam when we went out there. Yeah. We had no, you know, okay, we'd spoken to them online and some of them we'd video chatted with, but we didn't have a fucking clue. No. And then we met them and it's like, oh my God, they're great, amazing people. And, and you know, that that's that was our connection point, was, was that time we met in Mexico. And you know what? Somehow we will have these good connections again. Yeah. No, oh, I know. I'm going to get you those know, connections. because... You life's too short not to kind of harness those connections and, and seek them out when they add value to your life. Plus, you know, Bradford did send us home with a laminated picture of his face that I met to wear in bed with you. So uh, yeah, but why do you have to take it to bed with us every night? <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, he sprayed some of his scent on it. I don't, I don't know what that meant. That was scent. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it was laminated so you could wipe it clean it's much much easier that way uh, anyway anything else that you would add about desire I would just say you know what if you get an opportunity to do it and you're in two minds about whether to take the plunge and do a holiday like that do it yeah absolutely it's um, it's worth its weight in gold for the experiences that you'll have but only you can get those experiences by putting as much into it as you want yeah. to get back out of it. But if you do do it, do do. Do do. Do do. <laughs> That's mm. pretty cool. Um, don't get connecting flights <laughs> if oh, you're from that. the UK. Don't get don't a layover. Do don't get a layover. No. Don't do that. Just just get regular flights. Because, you know, that will just really fuck up the return journey for you and like, really stress you out. Yeah, definitely don't do that. Don't do what we did. <laughs> do what they did. Yeah, learn from our mistakes. Yeah, please do. <laughs> but overall... Yes. Do it's it. It's a resounding yes from me. <laughs> it's a resounding yes from me too. Yes. I hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, Mrs. H, what have we got next? Uh, well, we have a club review. A club review. Mm. Ooh, play the thing. Welcome back. So, we've had a couple of weeks break since recording the first part of this show, um, and now we're trying to dig into the back of our memories to remember <laughs> what the club was like. Can you remember? Yep, I can now. You can now, <laughs> now that we talked about it a bit. Yeah, we've got a little chat about it again and reminded ourselves. Oh good, it bodes well, so we should be able to <laughs> tell you guys what it's all about. So, we've got a different film on now, because it's a different day. It's a Batman! <laughs> or a super, what's Superman's voice like? Oh. He doesn't just talk like, I'm Superman. <laughs> uh, no. He... I am Superman. Is that, is that no, a Superman voice? No, he has voice? a thoroughly normal voice. No, I'm Superman. So... Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. So not, a... not memorable voice. Batman versus Superman. Superman. So... <laughs> versus Wonder Woman. Yes. That's she's definitely what she, Yes. That's what she sounds like. Yeah. I wonder what. I think you were quite keen on her in this film. I'm quite keen on her, yeah. In many guises. Yes, in this film <laughs> particularly. Well, she almost makes this film worthwhile, but nothing really does, actually. It's what, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yeah. Um, please mm. make another film or let make enough money to let's make another film. And is this Batfleck again? This, this, no, I think this is the, the first of the Batflex. Right, got you. Yeah. I'm not keen on Batfleck. You know, I think Batfleck did well. Nah. Really? Not keen. I think he's probably the best thing about this film. After Woman, Wonder Woman. Fine, okay. Wonder Woman. I can't sing that without pretending to play the bass. Uh, she just pouts her way through it. Do, 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 do. I know what will make this film better. Another CGI boss fight at the end. Exactly. That's what it needs. 
definitely one of those. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Batman versus Superman, hmm. or Batman versus Superman. <laughs> we're here to talk about the club review. So a few weeks yes. ago, or a couple of weeks ago, we went to a club with some friends. And we caught up with these friends. They were listeners. We met them at a previous mm-hmm. uh, event that we went to. Yeah, very briefly, because it was just really, really busy, wasn't it? So yeah, we were a bit rubbish and didn't really spend very much time yeah. with them. I think this is a theme of ours. It does seem to be, doesn't yes, it? Yes, <laughs> us being a bit rubbish, for one. Um, anyways, um, they said that they were going to this club that we hadn't been to before. What's the club's name? Liberty Elite. Sounds like a boy band. <laughs> <laughs> it does a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. It also reminds me a bit of the Libertines. The Libertines? Yeah. Oh, really? I was... What, were the, what was that band that, that Hearsay... That wasn't Hearsay and in, in X Factor or Pop Idol and then they did that um, that song that you like, that sexy, everything about you, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it sounds like... Liberty X. That's why it sounds familiar. Yes. It has the word liberty in it. <laughs> liberty X. Liberty Sex. Yes. Yes. That would be better. Should we write to them and tell them that the name of their club could be improved by about 80%? No, let's not do that. Change your name to Liberty Sex. <laughs> and or, have a relaunch headliner with Liberty X singing. Do they still sing? I don't even know what they, they do anymore. This. They're probably on some sort of I'm a celebrity get me out of here type <laughs> thing right now. Anyways, moving swiftly onwards. So we called up with some listeners and... Um, so we stayed in a cheapo travel lodgy premier inn kind of thing near the near the club itself. And the reason we did that was because the club was having some renovations and didn't have its regular number of rooms available that you could stay at. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, I think they were reopening like the following week with the accommodation bit. Mm, so we missed that opportunity, mm-hmm. but it did mean that we get to jump. We got to jump in a cab and go and catch up with our friends at their hotel first before mm-hmm. going to the club. Yeah. Now us staying in some sort of cheapo travel lodge we turn up and there was like a few minutes drive down some sort of gravelly crunchy road uh into what i can only describe as a stately manor house yeah it was really palatial palatial mm. did, how many bathrooms did it have multiple Num- numerous 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 <laughs> so uh we caught up with them there and had a nice meal and that was quite a difference in in style, wasn't it? They had a really lovely place there, which is really cool. It wasn't their place. It was just a room they were renting from yeah, there. Yeah, but it, it had, like, hotel. wide staircases and carpeted bathrooms and what have you. Carpeted bathrooms? <clears throat> yeah, a sign of is luxury. The, is it the sign of luxury? You always know a sign of luxury when they don't have, like, paper towel dispensers in the bathroom. They have rolled up little flannels in a basket. What, rolled up flannels? Yeah, to wipe, to wipe your ass with. No, silly. That's what I thought you meant in the bathroom. <laughs> like, why would you have fucking flannels to wipe your ass? This it, and they would be dry, so you'd just be like in the Gross. toilet and then trying to flush them, and they absorb all the water. This sounds like a nightmare scenario. Well, it is. That is hideous. I know, right? Why would you even do that? You wouldn't. Well, that's... And for one, you'd have black flannels, so it's not... Why is it horrible? <laughs> oh, Good grief. No, pure white as snow flannels. Just to enhance the experience. Anyway, moving um, swiftly onwards. So, uh, our delightful friends gave us a lift. Yes. He drove us around, didn't he? Oh, what a charming man. Like kings we were driven around. Yeah, we were. Um, and we turned up at the club, and it was absolutely... Friggin' tipping it down. Much like it is outside right now. Yeah, it was just horrible weather to be wandering around in skimpy outfits. And... Well, yeah, my skimpy outfit, I mean... <laughs> yeah, see, you men are okay in these clubs because you just get to rock up in suits. You could wear a suit if you wanted to. There's well, nothing stopping no, you from doing that. it's... No. There's nothing stopping you. <laughs> we can even get you, like, a nice Mac to wear around, you know. 
like you're going to be a flasher at some oh point. Oh, God. Yeah, it'll be perfect. I'll try it next time we go to a place. Yeah, see how it works. Yeah. yeah. I'll wear a man's suit. A man's suit, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> so we get into the club and there's a little sort of holding room, entrance, reception area, I guess. With a banging heater. Yeah, yeah. It's, it which I a... stood under and thawed out. <laughs> yes, for the eight seconds of the... It's totally worth it. Yeah, car to the, to the club, you got drenched, or we all got drenched. So we're in there and they... Uh, took us through the sign-up procedure because it was our first time visiting this club. And uh, actually, they were really good. It felt very professional. It wasn't necessarily cheap. Definitely wasn't cheap. No, but I totally agree. To be fair, I thought the whole process was handled very well. They made sure that they spoke to you about consent, that no means no, these are the club rules, mm. um, this Had is how it all in works. A bunch of yeah, all yeah. this kind of good stuff. And it was handled really professionally, which I really liked. It felt like you were in safe hands, which is always nice. Oh, yeah, definitely. Then they gave us a tour. Mm-hmm. And the tour was really good, actually. Uh, it, gave, it gave you a lot of information. And again, they kept checking that make sure, to make sure that we were okay. Mm-hmm. Had we been to other clubs before? What's our play style? All this kind of good stuff. Just to make sure that we knew uh, what to expect within this club. Yeah, although I did basically flout one of the rules on the way around. Yes. Instantly. You, you very quickly... Broke, in fact, you were planning <laughs> to break the rules before we'd even got there. Well, maybe gently. Now, it's not a massive rule, <laughs> but you're not allowed to chew gum. No. So there was Mrs. H, chomping away like I a was. cow with cud or whatever I it is. It was not gum, like a cow. Nom, 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 <laughs> nom. Like that. That's what you were doing. Well, I understand why they want the rule in place, so that people don't step gum into the carpet or, you know, post put it under chairs or something. It's because but there was I'm a horrific accident with my gum. where someone swallowed the gum and a tree grew out of it. Yes, I did actually think that would that, happen. That's what happened? Yeah, I was always told that by one of my grandparents. Were you? That if I swallowed chewing gum, it would like make like a web-like thing in your belly. <laughs> Genuine? Yes, I can imagine. I, I have been told the same thing by, by <laughs> uh, annoying grandparents before, so I know it's So not... for that reason, I never chew, like swallow gum. Really? Oh. You've swallowed a load of other stuff, though, and nothing bad's happened from that. How rude. How accurate. <laughs> anyway, so we had a bit of a tour of the place. Um, so we're going to try and describe to you what's in the in the mm. uh, club. Um, this may go a bit awry because we're not great at doing this sort of thing, but we'll see what we can do. So as you enter through the reception, to the left there was like a little seating area. Yep. To the right there was a little seating area. Yep. And in the middle of that was a nice bar. Yes, there was a nice bar. And <laughs> I just remembered a, a funny thing about the seating areas generally, which made me giggle a little bit. Which was, there were little bowls of potpourri everywhere. Yes, there were. <laughs> Some lovely potpourri. And there was also little Greek statues everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, although because it was Christmas, or on the wind-up, mm. or lead-up to Christmas, uh, all of the statues had bits of tinsel on them. Which yeah. was slightly strange. It was a bit it Sort of tacky. cheapened it a little bit and made yeah, it feel a, a bit, bit tacky. But, you know, each to their own, I suppose. <laughs> the actual place felt like it was uh, fairly well-maintained, if feeling a little bit dated. Yeah. It was like a, because I think it's a converted hotel or bar hotel, it still has some of the remnants of the layout and some of the feel of that, even if those things have long since been painted over and, and built around. Yeah, I think it was the little elements like the stone cladding on the wall of the bar and the, yeah. the kind of, the, just the, the look of it felt a little bit, you wouldn't walk in there and think, oh, this is a sex club. No. It didn't have any kind of... Uh, erotic vibe about it for me no it really didn't <clears throat> did it i think what 
what was quite nice though that the bar staff were fantastic yeah they were really good and the drinks were reasonably priced so yeah. it wasn't a bring your own bottle affair it is it's actually a uh, selling alcohol place or venue and mm-hmm. you could take card i think and pay yeah. by cash or card um and the staff were really good and really helpful mm, which definitely. is really nice so as you went through to the right hand side past the first seating area there was a big uh, disco now on the night that we were there it was utterly empty <laughs> now you spotted something that made you chuckle right oh yeah the um the big sign on the dance floor that said no dad dancing i know right it's <laughs> like they knew i was turning up i think they put i thought it was a funny touch though it i was, quite liked it it was cute in a kind of weird way yeah so on the left-hand side of the dance floor, mm-hmm. there was a big curtain, and behind that curtain was a whole BDSM and kink area with mm-hmm. loads of equipment and cages and flogging-type stuff. Mm-hmm. That was all in there. On the right-hand side, there was a little room with a swing in it. Yeah. Now, that was a bit mysterious, that room, and that it had a sofa at the bottom of, of the swing. <laughs> yeah. And it was like a sofa that was designed for... Just for the, two people. Two, <laughs> two old people, I'm going to say. Yeah. That, that can barely fit on there, but it was right yeah. at the foot of the swing. Now, this room was really tiny with the swing in it. It was like literally a, like a cupboard. Like an alcove, yeah. was, wasn't it? It was really, really cute, but really weird. But so. I couldn't quite understand the placement of the settee because it was a really high-backed sort of old-fashioned settee that you might find in someone's living room. Yeah. With like great big cushions. Again, the random potpourri I would, everywhere. I had a strong suspicion they may have been Werther's Originals tucked away <laughs> in the back of that sofa, having been freshly taken out of an old person's <laughs> home. Anyways, the room next door was a little playroom, I think. Yeah. So there was a... Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now we're going to go upstairs. So we're going to go all the way back through the bar. Yeah. I was uh, going to mention the smoking area as the smoking, well. Oh, yeah, the smoking that area. that was next to the, the play area. Okay. Um, with a heated patio, not that we obviously went out into the smoking area, but they were quite proud of it, weren't they? Yeah, you could push a button and it would heat the, yeah. <laughs> the little area that was sort of out there. But the, having looked outside, it was sort of sideways rain, yeah. um, sort of cascading, I was going to say downwards, but sideways, because it was sideways rain. Um, and I think there was one or two smokers hidden out the back there, I wasn't too sure, but it yeah. it, it, it looked like it was comfy enough if you yeah. if you're into if that you're sort of thing. Fine, yeah. So back through the disco, through the past the bar, up some stairs, there were a number of playrooms. Yeah. So there were three or four up there, I think. And I and think these were all lockable, weren't they? Yeah, they were all, all lockable. I think there was another bathroom <laughs> upstairs, another toilet. There definitely was another bathroom upstairs, And yeah. you could, there was think the room that we had a look in was a Moroccan-themed room. Very light touch Moroccan in that it had some drapes and a, some poster beds pushed together. Twinkly and, lights. And some twinkly lights and a poster that said, you know... Come to Morocco. Yeah. It's great. Visit Morocco. <laughs> Eat Look, some... the Moroccan, Moroccan toys board. <laughs> Hang on, I can do better. Eat vagin, not tagin. <laughs> I like it. Well, thank you, I knew you'd like that. So, um... Stop, stop here for Turkish delight. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> not afternoon delight, Turkish delight. Yeah. So, uh, then back downstairs... There was a changing area and some nicely maintained bathrooms, I think you're going to say. Yeah, so the lockers were great. So plenty of lockers for everybody. Um, very the simple. lockers were great. Yeah. What, in what they, were, they were well maintained and there were plenty of them. Okay. Yeah, and they cool. were big. So All right. They were great lockers. Great lockers. I give yeah. those lockers five out of five stars for <laughs> lockering. <laughs> but the bathroom facilities were tremendous. They were well maintained. Yeah, well, they definitely stuck in my mind as being good. And I think it's quite important. To be able to take a poop in peace. <laughs> well, nobody wants to just go in, like, a horrible, swampy toilet, do they? No. It hasn't been cleaned properly. But these had, like, gold doorknobs on them and, like, nice marble basins, good 
mirror facilities was great. Were you like top of the world? Yeah. Yeah? I thought they were great. King for a day in these delightful bathrooms. <laughs> so you shit like a king in here. <laughs> <laughs> so through the changing area and the bathroom area, there was a gigantic room. It's a big open plan room. Huge. On the right, there were some steps that led up yeah. to a jacuzzi feature that was really nicely lit. In fact, the whole room had a sort of dark light, sort of ne- vaguely neon-y vibe going yeah, on like around it. lots of green not lights going on which were yeah a little bit sort of neon-y weren't they yeah it continued the statues which continued to have tinsel on them in there so it had a it had a nice little jacuzzi which was fucking hot yeah it was too hot and it was quite chlorine as well mm. chlorine it, it made our eyes sting quite a lot i think yeah it was definitely the chlorine <laughs> but i don't i don't like that when um it's so heavily chlorinated that you're you can't stay in there because your eyes are stinging and everything's red and it's too hot so whilst it looked very appealing, it's it just didn't have enough appeal to stay in there very no, long. No, it really didn't. But you know, you you could see out into the part of the um, part of the play area down below. Mm. Um, but the rest of it was sort of glassed up. So I you, do like the glass blocks they had. Yeah, that so was really nice. It felt like it could be a nice area. It just might have been a bit too hot and a bit too yeah, chemically. I think but so. That's fine. So as you came down the stairs, there was a, a huge play area that. that started to describe and there was a gigantic bed in the middle of that and there were lots of little beds all around the outside of it i didn't i didn't like that personally i understand it has a place for some people if they like the kind of voyeuristic playing action great and you definitely would have been right in the middle of vpas (laughs) vpas voyeuristic playing action um yeah I, i guess that some people like that kind of massive group play environment where you you just like a massive bodies and stuff but for me i'm not quite so into that so i felt it it felt a little perfunctory to be doing stuff in the middle of all these people no i can understand that so there was it was a bit strange and i think one of the things we found with the club was that um actually people weren't particularly forthcoming and saying hello no and that's sometimes the case and sometimes that's the vibe of the club sometimes that's the click of the night and how things are going but certainly it felt like there was a pre-established le- clique that was going mm-hmm. on a number of people that already knew each other and were already talk- talking to and each I other and I guess maybe the location of where it was it stands to reason if that's kind of your local club in terms of what's available to you as, as facilities for lifestyle then maybe they did all know each other mm, that's true so we stood we were in the bar for a good sort of hour or so mm-hmm. when, once we got there and uh, we were just chatting to our friends um, and they were quite open. No one was really coming and saying hello. No one really uh, interacted at all, which was quite unusual, actually, for mm. for, for a club we found. Um, the other thing we found is that, actually, there was a lot of um, guys that were clearly punching there. <laughs> yeah. So there were quite a few really hot women wandering around, and you'd sort of follow where they were off to and who they were with. And as soon as I saw who they were with, I was like, nope, never going to work for us. Mrs. H is never going to buy into that. Uh, no. <laughs> um, and we noticed that a few times. What what I really found strange, though, is actually when it got to 11 o'clock-ish, everyone disappeared out the bar. They just went. Yeah, it just literally And the place cleared out it? apart from us four talking yeah. still, um, the barmen and the people that were sort of manning reception. So mm. after a little bit, we were like, well, we, was, we think they've all gone to play. And that's what happened. They'd all actually gone out to... The massive playroom. To the massive playroom. And it was just a great big pile-on with one or two people in the jacuzzi. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone was in that playroom, I think. Mm. So it was quite an interesting dynamic, and everyone was just gone like that. Mm. It was like the Thanos snap. 
fifty oh percent of the swing has just disappeared. We'd have a lot of like sweeping up to do the next day. Yeah, a lot of ash on the floor. <laughs> so that that happened. That was a bit strange. And we we also well we did kind of go into the jacuzzi and we sort of decided to to sit sit in there for a little while. But it was so hot as we explained. Yeah, and we just couldn't see straight. No, it was just um, and not at all to do with alcohol this time. No, it was quite soporific. Mm. You, you just sit in there and you find yourself like having to close your eyes because it's quite stingy from the chlorine and then because you've got your eyes closed and it's hot you end up feeling sleepy yeah so you end up think i just got to get out yeah it was a bit that overheating way overheating a little bit mm. so we got out and then we sat on one of the beds around the outside for literally two minutes yeah didn't really like it's the it's an odd vibe for me it's a bit of a strange vibe in the place so we went upstairs and locked ourselves with our friends in the um, twinkly turkish twinkly, delight yeah, area yeah <laughs> which was absolutely fine so um that, that was quite nice. But what was really odd as well, when we came out, and we weren't in there for that long a time. No, we knew it kicked out at 2am, so we came down a little bit before that. But the whole club was completely empty. Yeah, we were the last ones in there. Yeah, there was no one left apart from the barman. Yeah. So it was, it was really strange. It was properly, everyone had come in, done their beers and fucked off. Yeah, definitely. So overall, I thought the club was really good in terms of, uh, it looked nice and it was okay and it was well maintained. Good facilities. Good facilities. Yeah. I think the vibe in there was a little bit strange and a little bit clicky. I think they could have worked a little bit more on the ambience. It's not as... Didn't feel sexy. No, and I think it's not as nice and as uh, opulent as we've found Vanilla Alternative to yeah. be. Um, Which genuinely feels quite seductive as you walk around because they make an effort to make it feel like a sexy place. Yeah, they do. And I think... That, that was lacking a bit here. I think they tried some of that, yeah. but they clearly don't have the, the brains behind it or the, <laughs> uh, they haven't quite pushed it far enough. I think the, the, the people were interesting and in that they didn't really interact. And that might, might just be a thing for the night, but it could be just one of those locations where people just go regularly and they've got their kicks Maybe, and that's it. Maybe, but it felt a bit functional for mm, me. It did to me and as it, well. And for that reason, it lacked appeal and character because it was purely trying to kind of just aim at a functioning club environment rather than uh, a nice vibe yeah and it's um it's a shame really because we we kind of were looking forward to the club and it just sort of it didn't really go anywhere did it i suppose yeah i think it just lacked as you say lacked a bit of appeal on a sort of you know vibe really atmosphere um would we go back um I wouldn't seek it out as just a place to go as a couple. No, I wouldn't. Because it's quite far away. It's two and a bit hours away from us. If it was like 40 minutes away, definitely. Mm. But you wouldn't want to make that trip because you'd have to stay over to make it worth your while because of the the amount of travel involved. And when you start adding on the cost of having to stay somewhere, it doesn't give you a kind of risk-reward type thing at all. And I, I didn't get a sense that I'd had value from the amount no. that we paid from it given the experience that we had there not, not that it was a bad experience there was it no just bad wasn't... experience it just wasn't it just didn't um tick all my boxes no. i think so so but if me... we had friends that yeah. we knew if we had we... friends <laughs> so, please someone be our friend <laughs> if we had friends that we knew were going there specifically we would definitely make the trip up and like to meet them yes maybe it would be a good meeting location yeah. and likewise if you're staying in the area it would be worth popping over mm-hmm. to go there if there was i don't know a gig or something in the yeah you know near birmingham or wherever it is and you could hop over fine so out of 10 out of (laughs) 10 bed hopper club scores what are we giving it what's it from you for me i think it might have to be a six 
I'm going to settle on a six as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's about a six for me. I think the place itself was 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 good enough. Yeah. I think the atmosphere was a bit odd. It just needs a bit of work for me. But I do think that the way they uh, introduce you and the way they manage you through was, yeah. was really positive. So it's de- definitely setting the right scene. But I think the clickiness of it all for me means that it gets just a six. It's yeah. not enough. You know, I'd go there again if I was there, but I wouldn't seek it out. It's not enough to no. draw me in and make yeah. Mr. H get in his car. And I'm talking about myself in the third person <laughs> now. Drive up there yeah, and, and a strong spend six. There. Yeah, a strong six. No, I'd say just a six. Thanks, Pope. That's all right. I mean, you know, if you worked really hard, you might make yourself a seven. <laughs> uh, constantly, but never a five, right? Uh, well, five would, oh. would, would, yeah. This oh. is awkward. We need to have a chat after this call, after this podcast. See, so what you're saying is I'm mediocre. No, it's not that you're mediocre. It's just that you're distinctly average. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, of course, dear. You're just average, not distinctly. Why, thanks. I know. I've got all the compliments <laughs> ready for you today. Anyways, that was our review of Liberty Elite. Uh, a huge thank you to our chums for coming out and yeah. seeing us and spending some time with us. It was really nice to catch mm. up. We had a really good time with them. Uh, what have we got coming up? So, on the horizon, next episode... Oh, actually, there's a couple of things that are happening. One, that it was my birthday yesterday, by the time you hear it. <laughs> hear this? Yeah, so don't forget to wish me a very belated birthday. In the future. <laughs> in the future. So I'm talking about the past and the future. This is kind of strange. I might yeah, descend into some sort of... time zones. Yeah, I know, right? It's kind of weird. So, yeah, it was my birthday yesterday, which was... I don't know. Anyway, you'll figure it out by the time this comes out, depending on when you're listening. <laughs> At some point, it would have been my birthday. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Uh, we, we wish everyone a lovely Christmas and Happy New Year. We're going to be doing a little bonus Christmas episode. Definitely. Um, we're going to be releasing that on Christmas Day. And mm-hmm. uh, The reason we're doing that is because... Um, I've been by myself at Christmas before and, um, and and over New Year and it was a horrible bloody time and uh, quite frankly I, I you know it was one of those moments in my life where I've, I, I felt at my lowest so for me I'd hate the thought of anyone being alone at Christmas or uh, not having a, an option for them to either entertain themselves or for them to take them take themselves away from themselves does that make sense <laughs> yes Something like that. Well, you get the idea. <laughs> the idea being is is that if you're sat at home... Let's give a little back. Yeah, let's give a little back at Christmas. It's not nice to be alone at Christmas. It's not. Um, there'll be an episode of the Bedhoppers podcast available for you to listen with some special guests, all going well, and um, just hopefully we'll, we'll fill you with cheer. And, and eggnog. And Well, we can't provide eggnog. Stop have... giving away drinks. We can't <laughs> afford to keep giving away drinks. We can barely afford to host a fucking podcast. <laughs> Anyway, so we'll we'll give you free Christmas cheer, yes. not eggnog. There no, are no vouchers okay. with with this episode. You know what? I don't think I even like eggnog. You do like eggnog. Mm. You like a glass I like of a it. Sn- oh, I was going to say like a snowball, but that sounds a bit wrong. Are you, um, yeah, that's mm. a, something quite. It different is a genuine it. drink, though. Yes, I know it's a genuine drink. It's also something else. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but you would drink that, so it you would imbibe it on both occasions, wouldn't you? Well, uh, this is taking a strange turn. A which which bit. one are you talking about? The drink. Or the <laughs> sexual act. The protein shake. The, um, the sexual. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about the beverage, the adult beverage that you can purchase. Uh, the adult beverage. You're not helping yourself. No. You mean the drink. Yes. Yes. Mm. Not the act of getting a, something Correct. in your mouth and then passing it That's to somebody else through the use of their mouth. <laughs> yes. Yes. But you but like that as well. What an aptly named drink for you, lifestyle. What if you snowballed a snowball? A snowball. <laughs> How meta. Would you wow. have a snowman? <laughs> 
No, I hope not. <laughs> a snow baby. <laughs> a snow baby. Oh, that's kind of wrong. Gross. A snowflake. Uh, ah. a pretty flaky <laughs> joke anyway. <laughs> it's a snow joke. <laughs> oh, I was about to say that. Yes. <laughs> Finally won on the pun. No, you didn't win. I did. There's no winners. I'm just going to edit this out afterwards. I don't like your frosty reception. Oh, my <laughs> right anyways so we wish you a very very merry christmas i and hope no one gets tinselitis um, or, or if, if you're if, if you're not religious just have a nice holiday happy holidays, happy holidays. that's what we're supposed um, to say it's and, PC. Uh, well we're not really pc i suppose at the best uh-huh. of times but happy whatever it is that you're doing yes uh, happy new year is cool right yeah definitely yeah so that ha- happens it's a calendar event it's a ca- but unless they work up to a different <laughs> calendar so they might work on like a Chinese New Year's kind of thing. Shit, this is just getting out of hand now. Just happy, all right? Just have, be, look, have fucking no listeners, time be anyway. happy, all right? Yeah, be, whatever you're doing, be happy. Yes. Yeah, if there only there was a song that was like that. <laughs> well, let's have some festive cheer. Uh, you could do like a special jingle ukulele thing. Jingle ukulele thing? Yeah. That sounds like I'd actually have to get off my ass and write yeah. something. Yeah. Mm, uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes but anyways look out for our Christmas episode or a Christmas day episode or whatever you want to call it we're going to be chucking that out at some point yeah. to help people uh, get in touch if you want to get in touch and say some stuff or if you want to give us any content for that that would be great uh, I think we're going to be talking a bit about some of the fuck ups that have gone on and some of the funny experiences we've had uh, <laughs> during our adventures well there's plenty of those aren't there well, there's, there's you know some 33 odd episodes that, that people can listen to, uh, oh, like to a, uh, the highlights and of our year the maybe. highlights of a year Jesus mm. Christ that's kind of worrying isn't it <laughs> yes there's it a is. lot of those anyways uh, thank you very much for joining us uh, Mrs H do you want to do the thing well yeah I'm off to find some baby cheeses now baby cheeses baby cheeses alright okay <laughs> so thank you for hopping into our bed <laughs> So, since it's Christmas time, Mrs. H, I thought you would recommend your top three Christmas films for listeners. Go. Okay. Go. Uh, Alf. Alf, go on, go. Um, Gremlins. Yeah. Come on, go. Oh my go. god, oh my god. Um, I can't think of another Christmas film. Uh, a film you'd watch at Christmas, come on. A film I'd watch at Christmas? Yes, go. Come on. <laughs> oh my god, you're come on. on the spot. You know I can't do this. Go on. Um, 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 um. Oh my god! I don't know. Think of a Christmas film. And well, I'll tell you if I like I can, it. I can tell you loads of Christmas films. Elf. You've said Elf. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Vacation. Oh wait, National Lampoon. Yeah, planes, trains, and automobiles. No, National Lampoon. National Lampoon. Yes. Yeah. Dawn with alone. a tree, and then everything goes wrong. Die Hard. It's definitely a Christmas film, right? I'm just going with National Gremlins. Lampoon. Elf. I said Gremlins. Gremlins. Gremlins was number two. It should have been one, two, and three. Quite frankly. No. Yes. I like Elf. La 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 No. La, la. Elf, Gremlins, National Lampoon with the massive tree that falls off a car. It's a plot spoiler. You can't That's give that away. That's not a plot spoiler. All right. It's in like the first 10 minutes. You can have one more Christmas film. I can't think of any more. <laughs> what about the one with Seth Rogen in it? Oh, The Night Before. Is it The Night Before? You've uh, learned yes, that now, have I've you? I've learned it now. You've assimilated yes, that knowledge. where he just literally goes and gets, like, fucked up around New York or whatever. Okay, what is the worst Christmas film? Oh, my God. Uh, name some Christmas films and I'll tell you what's the worst one. <laughs> <sighs> 
We're going to go do some research. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays.